Hi, this is Rosalinda, the host of Faith Fuel Podcast, the show where we hear voices of people transforming the world for Jesus, pastors, leaders, entrepreneurs, and world changers. So sit down, relax, or keep it driving. It's time to get some wholehearted, wide open, and yes, sometimes side-splitting encouragement and direction for your life. So get ready to get fired up. I am super hyped because I have a great friend of mine on Reverend Melissa Swindle. So great to have you here today. It's so awesome to be with you, Pastor Rose Linda. I miss you so much, but I'm glad that we're getting to connect this way today. Well, look, we are going to have some good times. I hate that you're all the way in your house and I'm over here and I'm ready for this COVID quarantine to stop. I'm ready to give somebody a hug. Done, right? Exactly. I just want to give you a little background on who this amazing uh, woman of God is. Um, Melissa graduated from Rama Bible Training College in Oklahoma. And upon graduating, then she attended Damata School of World Missions, also located in Tulsa, where she cultivated vision for the nations. And also she served faithfully. And a lot of people, we all know this person. She served seven years at Kenneth Hagen Ministry, working in prayer and healing center where she ministered to sick and saw so many miracles. Melissa, Mm -hmm. you've, that was kind of in the beginning, but you just this last year, right up until this COVID situation, you went on a major missions trip. Would you tell us a little bit about that? Yes. Well, like you were saying, um, when we first got it started, I love to travel. And I don't just love to travel for sightseeing, but I love to minister the word internationally. You know, um, part of the scripture says, it says this gospel shall be preached in all the world and then the end shall come. So last year, um, from October all the way through the beginning of the year in January, I did actually a whole tour of Europe and Turkey. I was preaching in Bible schools there, preaching in local churches, and just really equipping the next uh, generation of ministers and local churches to really uh, mobilize their churches to win souls. And at the time that we're living in, I mean, you can just turn on the news and be like, wow, we're living in the last days. So I really love missions. I love international and I love to travel, but it's because I love people because in the natural, it's not the easiest thing to do to go to live overseas, to be away from your home. But whatever God calls you to, he graces you for. So it was an amazing time. And I'm glad I got to do it because many of the places that I went, I was kind of the last voice in addition to their pastor that they heard. And we really made evangelism and soul winning and boldness uh, for uh, really evangelizing and emphasis. So it's it was really a, a phenomenal time. You know what? I'm telling you, if you guys don't know Reverend Melissa, you have got to follow her online. I actually met you originally at Nicole Craig's conference down in Florida, and I fell in love with you, and we stayed in touch, and we started writing back and forth, and do you know what drew me so much is that there are not that many women that are crazy like we are that would jump on a plane, bring our word, and just go, sometimes not even knowing fully um, what our connections are going to be, and back in the day, my mom and dad did that. No cell phone, no Google. Um, payphone, 25 cents, a map, wow. and went to 40 countries. And you are that person today that is going into these cities that, you know, maybe you have contacts with, you don't know the culture. Or, I mean, God is using you so 
powerfully. And I have to ask you, where do you get the boldness to jump on that plane? You know, we, how do we equip ourselves, even as women today, serving for the Lord to go into these nations and bring the gospel? Well, you know, one of the things that really helped me, honestly, is I had to get free from me. I had to get free from Melissa, free from fear, free from what people thought about me, free of other people's opinion, and trust God to be my provider, to take care of me and to protect me. Because a lot of these places that I'm going to, I'm going as a woman. Um, like I was saying last year, I went to eight different nations, 14 different cities, one of those being Turkey, which is kind of the uh, the gate there between Europe and Asia and kind of that Middle Eastern area. And so there was a lot going on, but God led me over time. And one of the things that's really important, I, I believe for everyone, um, for every born again believer, but specifically for women or people who are called to ministry is you must be filled with the Holy Ghost and um, the Holy Spirit. He gives you what Jesus says. He said, tarry in Jerusalem until you be endued with power on, from on high and he and power to be a witness. And so that boldness and that confidence came when I got filled with the Holy Ghost. And then over time, I had to renew my mind from um, identifying as being a woman to identifying as who I am in Christ. Because I think a lot of times, whether you're a man, you're a woman, you're an American, you're Filipino, you're this or that. And it really in the world that we're living in, people are identifying too much with their flesh. And we have to identify with who we are in Christ. And when we do that, it builds in that identity and that confidence to go forward um, in him. I really emphasize this in Christ or in him realities. So when I went to Bible school, I really began to discover who I was in Christ, that it's in him that I live, in him I move, in him I have my being. So I didn't have to be paralyzed. Well, what, what is someone going to think about me if I, if, I, if I tell them that Jesus loves them and he has a plan for their life? No, I had to realize that it's no longer Melissa that lives, but it's Christ that lives and dwells in me. And it's not just something special about me because I'm a reverend or an evangelist. It's part of the uh, identity of a believer or a born-again person in Christ. So that's really what empowered me to go out and do what I'm doing or had been doing uh, for all these years. I love that. You know, I remember exactly where I was when I was filled with the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And it did something so incredible that um, not that we might not struggle with fear and we may not get anxieties about our calling, but there is a power inside of us that operates, you know, on behalf of the Holy Spirit and God guiding us. And when we don't have the answer, you know, the Holy Spirit Spirit does. And I'm just telling you that if you're out there listening today and you've not experienced the fullness of being baptized and filled with the Holy Spirit, I mean, you can pray on that. And even right where you are in your home, sometimes we think we have to be under a tent revival or in church, <laughs> but the Holy Spirit will fill you right there. And yes. I'm never at a lack of words to pray because just mm. like you, Melissa, um, I've gone to, um, I think over 35 countries and I've been able to That's minister phenomenal. and bring the word and and not in all situations um, have it, has it been a welcoming situation. I was in Turkey, so I can just imagine you there. But, you know, when we have the Holy Spirit operating in us, he goes before us. I'm sure maybe you felt that. It just gives us a calm or an alert. 
and lets us know, you know, how to operate in that moment to bring the peace, the hope, um, the salvation in Christ Jesus. You mentioned fear. Um, is that something that you kind of struggled with early on in your ministry? Oh, well, absolutely. Uh, obviously, um, being I, I am currently a single woman, don't plan on staying that way. But as a single woman in the natural, it's not the smartest or the wisest thing to jump on a plane and go to a nation maybe you've never been to before, or really just a lot of circles, they say that they like women preachers, but maybe they don't. So there could be a fear of what people think about me or what's going to happen when I get somewhere. And I really had to go to the word and renew and reprogram my mind and change what I was feeding my mind, because whatever you feed on. And whatever you look at and whatever you behold, you become. So I had to find my identity in Christ. You know, there were a couple of scriptures that came up in my heart as I was preparing for this. And um, one of them is in 2 Timothy 1 and 7. It says, for God has not given us a spirit of fear or cowardice or timidity. You know, like, oh, I don't know what to do. No, I, I had to quit identifying with how I thought, how I felt, or what the circumstances said, and start identifying with what the word said. Because if Jesus had to find himself in the word, Melissa has to find herself in the mm, word. I love so that. I begin, awesome. I begin to go to the scripture and, and find out, okay, what are my rights? What are my privileges? Not as a woman, not as a minister, but as a believer in Christ. And as I begin to put that in my mind, put it in my eyes, and then I begin to put it in my mouth. And as I did that, it, it stirred up the gift of God on the inside of me. It stirred up everything that's been deposited in me in Christ so that I'm bold to preach the word. I'm bold to obey and uh, the quickenings of the Holy Spirit. But the more that you know the word, the more boldness it gives you. It says faith comes by what? Hearing and hearing. hearing by the word of God. So obviously there's no book of, of Melissa in here, right? But uh, the general word of God is for everybody, but the plan of God was deposited in my heart by the Holy Ghost who lives in me. So like you were saying, when I began, it says when uh, they were filled with the Holy Spirit, they began to all speak in tongues as the Holy Spirit gave them the words. And so I, when I would pray in the Holy Spirit, I would see myself in other nations in front of other people that didn't look like me or talk my language. And so I began to pray that out. It says the Holy Ghost, he goes before you. He may makes the crooked path straight, the high places, low, the low places high. And so there was a path made for me to follow God's plan. And I would follow the peace of God, or like you were saying, the lack of peace. Like, cause sometimes I get invitations and the Lord's like, mm, nope, not yet. Or no, not right mm-hmm. now. But everything the Holy Spirit's going to lead us to do is always in agreement with his word. So I got that boldness and that confidence from renewing my mind with the word and also following the leading of the Holy Spirit and following the Holy Spirit when I was praying in tongues. I love that. You know, that verse says also that it gives us a sound mind. And I think that, especially with women, we go through so many emotions, we struggle with fear, anxiety tries to come against us, but I think we need to walk by faith and claiming that we do have a sound mind in Christ. Um, And I read this in a book and it did such a beautiful analogy. And they said, when Jesus put the crown of thorns upon his head, 
that he healed our mind right in that moment. And so as Christians, as people of faith, you know, maybe you're somebody that struggled with fear, you struggled with anxiety. I just want you to tell you one of the promises he gives us is that we have a sound mind. So you have to declare that over you. And I, and I know there's been moments where I'll never forget. I was in a cave, literally a one way in, in El Salvador. And um, we were witnessing and we were bringing the word and fear tried to rise up, you know, and we just began to proclaim the word of God over our mind, over our thoughts and know that, you know, he lined us up there. He's going to protect us. It doesn't mean that we don't use wisdom, um, but I just love that. And that's the advantage of walking in that spirit walk on a daily basis. Let me ask you uh, a question because both of us are women in ministry, um, but you're a single woman in ministry. And so I want you to just take a moment and shed some light. What does that look like? How have you been able to navigate being used? Some people feel, well, if I'm not married, if I don't have that covering, I can't be used. Can you talk on that for a minute? That's an excellent question. So one of the things is when I went to Bible school at Rama, what I did is says, if you're not faithful over that, which is another man's, God will never give you that, which is your own. And regarding ministry, we're not qualified for ministry according to our gift or how great we are, our personality. It says, actually, it says Jesus counts as faithful putting us into the ministry. So I actually became faithful to the vision of Kenneth Hagin Ministries, and I made his vision my vision. So when I went to Bible school, all my friends were getting married. They were, uh, after we graduated, they were moving away and starting churches, moving to the mission field, being worship leaders. But the Holy Ghost told me, stay, serve, sow, and grow. And I made the vision of Kenneth Hagin's ministry my vision, because I didn't have a husband over me providing a greater vision that I needed to run with. So I thought, you know what? What Brother Hagen's doing is a lot bigger than what Melissa's doing right now. Let me help him do what God's called him to do. And then under that, at the Prayer and Healing Center, I began to flourish. God opened doors for me. I was able to preach, prayer school, healing school. And then from there, I got ministry opportunities and started traveling internationally. And then um, from there, I moved to another ministry that some people might be uh, familiar with, Kenneth Copeland Ministries. And so I did the same thing there. I made the vision of Kenneth Copeland Ministries and Eagle Mountain International Church, my vision, even though I had Melissa Swindle International Ministries. I made um, that greater vision that they had my vision and I made the vision of my pastor, my vision. Now, when I get married, what my husband and I have to do, um, I have to marry for the will of God. I recommend everybody marry for the will of God. And, and I know that you and your husband did that, but I need to come under somebody that I can get an agreement with their vision and help them bring their vision to pass. But really the Lord promoted me and opened doors for me by making my pastor's vision or the ministry that I was under, even though I have my own ministry, the bigger vision. And even what I'm doing now, I am uh, here in Tampa, Florida with Rodney Howard Brown, and he has a huge vision for evangelism and souls. And so I make that a huge focus as I'm ministering and traveling and, and help them with that as well. So that's really, I think I've always had a pastoral covering, which I think is huge for any, any ministry gift, I agree, whether you're totally, a man yeah. or a woman. And so I think that that's been a help to me and it's been a protection and I run things by them. You know, I don't know everything. I haven't done everything. And, you know, the Copelands have done a lot more than Melissa has. And Pastor Rodney Howard Brown, he's been to 85 nations of the world. And then my spiritual father as well. 
You know, so I run things by them. You know, I believe the Holy Spirit's dealing with me about this. What do you think about this? Is this a good time for me to go to Turkey? Is this not a good time? And so I, it's, it's a, a spiritual authority is kind of what I'm talking about. It's a checks and balances, not to control you, but to protect you. And so I think that's important for women or any ministry gift, um, or even if you are married and you're called to ministry, you have to submit your ministry to your husband, which you could probably talk about that. (laughs) Hey, you know, I, that is what I love about your heart so much, because sometimes I'm going to tell you, people get confused. They have this desire to have a platform and it's got to be all about their ministry. And you've always, I love what you said. And that's why our hearts are so connected. Um, You know, the Lord called me to be an armor bearer at one time to uh, my brother-in-law, you know, for many years in the youth department. Then later for my father, we've traveled all over the world. But in serving and in and serving and making his vision and what God's called him to do uh, come to pass, the connections that God has given both of us throughout the years is just incredible because we did not make us the primary focus. And I'm telling you, I'm an armor bearer to the core. I love it. I mean, when I travel with my dad around the world, you know, I'm there to pick up, you know, his word, uh, move luggage, do whatever, but pray over him. I become a covering. And all that while God was raising me up because one day he would end up positioning me to bring the word. And I just want to encourage people that are listening out there today that may feel stuck because you can feel stuck doing that. Oh yeah. Can we talk about that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Well, you know, as you said, when you're being faithful to someone else's vision, God's building faithfulness in you and he's making deposits or impartations. You're growing, you're maturing. But like you said, a man's gift or a woman's gift makes room for them. So what happens is you begin to sow and you're serve and you're faithful, your gift will make room for you and it'll open doors for you. You don't have to go. You know, if you feel like you're called to ministry, you don't have to open doors for yourself. You can believe God and he'll open doors for you to minister the word. And you know what you are learning in the season that you're in right now, you may be, you know, it's tempting. You can get a little annoyed with the Lord. Well, I thought you had great things for me. Lord, you gave me this word. So-and-so prophesied over my life. And why am I still here? And, you know, why have these things not come to pass? But I will tell you, even last night, I I kid you not. Tell it, tell it. The Lord, tell me this word. And it was about seven years ago and it was as clear as could be. And I remember putting my hands on my wall and going, Lord, is this you? And he told me such and such would come to pass. And last night a text at almost midnight and it was the word that was given to me seven years ago, but I wasn't wow. ready. See, sometimes God wants to keep us where um, he has us because he has to prepare us for the mountain where you think you're in the valley, but he <laughs> wants to prepare you for the mountain that you're going to climb. So I am blessed that all that that had been deposited into your life. And we have been a recipient of your ministry and how God has used you to pour out his spirit and just be that uh, messenger of faith, you know, and I love, and I just want to encourage the women watching or listening. If you're listening to the podcast or watching online, you know, God has a purpose and a plan for you. Don't feel like the fact that you were born a woman um, takes away from what God has for you. And so look, you're an Esther out there. And I know there is a such a time as this moment for you. And um, you just keep on serving where God has. Don't 
push the agenda. Don't rush the calendar. Stay until God launches you. Melissa, let me ask you a question for anybody that has been listening today. What does walking free from fear uh, and forward in faith look like? Well, we were talking about, you know, preparation time is never wasted time. And if you don't control your soul, which is where, that's where fear comes. It comes through thoughts. It comes through feelings. It comes through emotions. And you have to learn to control your soul by faith. What does faith do? Paul says, we believe, therefore we speak everything in the kingdom of God. Everybody that's listening, how did you get born again? You believed in your heart and you did what? You said something. So the most miraculous thing that could ever happen to you throughout all eternity comes by believing in your heart and speaking words. So the same way I call it lassoing, I'm from Texas. So the way that you lasso your soul to take authority over those fearful thoughts, those emotions, those feelings or anxiety. Well, I'm just a mom. My life doesn't matter for anything or I'm so stressed out. These kids are making me crazy or you know whatever your thing is because I'm sure we've all been there and there may be a lot of of ladies listening to us. Um, But you have to harness your mind and your soul and take authority over fear through the words of your mouth. And then faith isn't just speaking. The number one action to your faith is speaking. So you say, no, God hasn't given me a spirit of fear, but power and love of a sound mind. My preparation time is never wasted time. I'm in the perfect will of God for my life. No, I'm full of joy. You know, if you want to know the perfect will of God for you, You have to find it in the word. And he says, this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you, giving thanks. So if you'll do what's in the written word, he'll show you the other things, how to move forward in faith. But faith always has a corresponding action. First thing is speaking. And the second thing is acting. So let's say, for example, you know, there may be somebody who you've gotten a bad report from the doctor or, you know, it's later in life and it looks like the things or the plan of God for your life isn't developing the way that you want to. Or maybe you've gotten a report that you've got cancer. Well, what does that look like? How do I get free from the fear of dying from cancer to walking out and receiving my healing? Well, you begin to say, no, the law, the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death cancer, growth, tumors can't live and dwell in me. But that means that you don't stay at home all day in your bed and and get on Google on your phone and search about all the symptoms of cancer. And no, what you do is you meditate on God's word and then you get what a heal people do. Heal people get up and make breakfast for their kids. Heal people get up and get dressed for the day. Heal people make their bed. So whatever a little natural action that you can connect with the word of God, that's how you move forward in faith in every arena of life. And that's just one practical application. Maybe there is scriptures you need to put all over your mirror, in your in your car, at home, in the bathroom, surround yourself with the word of God and then speak on that word uh, by faith. That's what the word of God says. And I mean, that's made such a difference in my life, Melissa. And even Mm -hmm. recently, we had a lady here in in the ministry that had worked for us 40 years, had gone through cancer three times, and we decided to write scripture everywhere and put it in that hospital room until the Lord lifted her up out of that bed. She has now been healed three times from this cancer trying to come against her. Uh, But there was something significant that happened when we began to put the word of God where she could see it and speak those promises every day. And, you know, I want to do this when we we're going to end this right now, but we can't do it without you praying. 
maybe you have been held back by fear. Uh, maybe like Reverend Melissa has said, you've been held back by some bad news that maybe a doctor has given you or a feeling of just being inadequate. You have a vision. You've heard the voice of God calling you into action, but something is just coming against you and causing you just stop dead in your tracks because of that fear. And we just need to break that over people today. Let's do that. Let's join together. Absolutely. My pleasure. Why don't you just where you're at as an act of your faith, put your hands up in a receiving mode and surrender. This is the international sign for surrender. Amen. Let's pray. Let's add our faith. Let's agree together. Pastor Rosa, Linda and I are in agreement with you and in agreement with the word. Father, we thank you right now for every person that's watching. Father, we thank you for the gift of faith that as they've heard the word today, that faith rises up. And Father, that they begin to believe and that they begin to speak. And we use our dominion and our authority in Christ. And we take authority over the spirit of fear. And Father, we thank you that each person is surrounded with faith and love and the blood of Jesus. You've not given them a spirit of fear, but power, love, and of a calm and well-balanced mind Mm -hmm. where there's been diagnosis of insanity or sickness or disease or or any uh, evil reports that are coming against their mind or their body. Father, in the name of Jesus, we break it. We break the poverty in their life. And Father, we thank you that they are more than conquerors in Christ. And I decree and declare that they are standing whole and complete in all the will of God for their life. And they're full of the Holy Ghost and power. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 (laughs) I just know that somebody out there, you have been set free today. This has been a fantastic time talking with Reverend Melissa Swindle. I want to encourage you to follow her on Instagram, follow her on Facebook. And because let me tell you, what comes in comes out. And so if you're on that social media stuck at home and you're just pulling that negative stuff in, that's what comes out. But if you will fill yourself with the word of God, amen, and people that have been through it. See, she's not talking from a book. She's talking from something that God has pulled her out. Fear and faith cannot coexist. And so mm-hmm. we need to celebrate that healing, walk in that. And um, I'm just so grateful that you were able to take the time with me and soon we'll be able to connect. I can't wait to see you in person. And thank you for the honor to speak into everyone's life who's listening today. It's, it's a great honor and, and to come alongside you. I love you, Pastor Rosalinda. Thank you again. Oh, I love you too. Reverend Melissa and I'm excited for this next season what God has for us and remember that when you put your trust in God he will fuel your faith if you haven't subscribed to our channel yet make sure you click below and join us as we grow in God's word connect with us on Facebook Twitter and Instagram get more at rosalinda.live If you experience it, we'll examine it. If God's word says it, we'll stand on it. And when you're feeling faint, we are here with your faith fuel. I'm Rosalinda Rivera. We'll chat again soon. This podcast was brought to you by New Life for Adults and Youth, celebrating 50 years of restoring broken lives. If you or a family member has been struggling with addiction, New Life for Adults and Youth is the answer. Visit them at newlife.center.